Welcome to God Powered. Now this is episode two in our two-part look into the difference between passive faith and active faith. And so in looking at active faith, in, in a prior episode, I had really challenged us. Are we desperate? Are we really being desperate to push God to move on our behalf? We live in a time, now, now some are so desperate, life circumstances are so obvious that that they're, they're humbled themselves already. They're not too proud to say, God, I desperately need you to move. But you know, so often for the, everyone else, for the rest of us, what do we do? Oh, we're doing okay. We live in a time when we can't, we, we, we need to acknowledge we're not doing okay. We need God to move on our behalf. We need God's power to be displayed. We need God to be glorified. We, we can't accept in this day and age just being okay. And so I talked about pushing God to move on our behalf. And I, and I had some people come back and say, hey, can, can we really do that? Can we push God? Isn't that kind of sacrilegious? Now, now let, let me be clear. God is a holy God. So yes, there are boundaries. But let's talk about persistent faith that's not going to give up. And so we're going to look at a story in Matthew 15. This is this beautiful story of persistent faith in spite of looks like rejection, in spite of what looks like utter failure, persistent faith. And so in Matthew 15, there's a Gentile woman and her daughter is tormented by a demon. She is desperate for Jesus to move on her behalf. And so she comes to him pleading. Now that's where the story gets kind of interesting. So she comes to him pleading, but what does Jesus do? He doesn't do anything. It says he didn't respond. And not only did he not respond, it literally says he didn't say a word. As far as we can tell, I'm not sure that he even acknowledged she was there. Didn't turn around and look at her. Now, why is this important for you and I? Before we get into that, let me, let me say this. You know, we're going to see Jesus' response and what happens here. And I, I've read lots of commentaries on why Jesus did it this way. I, I don't know, but, I, but here's what I do know. What is there for you and I to learn? She didn't perceive Jesus doesn't respond at all. He doesn't say a word. And see, what happens to us at a certain point in our pleading, in our desperation, we can fall into traps. See, because we don't perceive God working, we can start to tell ourselves that, oh, it's not God's will. We can get angry at God. We can just think maybe it's not yet. And, and our, our, our faith and our prayers start to get weak. We need to be persistent. And what we're going to see is not perceiving God moving for her. That was the least of the challenges because immediately after that, what do we see? The disciples actually said, send her away She's bothering us with her begging. Imagine you're desperate for God to move on your behalf. And not only is he not responding, but you're getting this kind of rejection. It would have been so easy to give up. But in her case, she was so desperate, she couldn't. And so she keeps pleading. Now, Jesus does respond. But what does he say? I wasn't sent. Remember, she's a Gentile. He says, I wasn't sent for you, I was sent for the lost sheep of Israel. But she again, she's not going to give up. What seemed like maybe 
a rejection. Now, was it a test? I don't know. But what seemed to be a rejection, she just took it a stride. Now, and what does it say? It says, she worshipped him pleading. Now, we need to recognize what that means. So when we see she worshipped him, this is not her saying, you are the Lord God Almighty. You are all powerful. This is not that kind of worship. The word for worship there, when it says she worshipped him pleading, literally means to fall on your face. She humbled herself. She, she not only didn't quit, she was persistent and she humbled herself in spite of what might look like rejection on her face, pleading for Jesus to respond, to move on her behalf, to help her daughter. And then talk about rejection. Jesus continues on and says, it's not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. Wow, that, that, that's a hard one. But what does she do? Again, remember, she's already humbled herself. She's going to do what it takes to see God move on her behalf. She's going to do what it takes to see God help her daughter. And she humbles herself, and, but she says, that's true. She's willing to face any rejection. She's willing to face any criticism. You notice she doesn't defend herself. She doesn't become self-righteous. But what does she do? She says, that's true. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the children's table. In other words, she doesn't become self-righteous. What does she do? She humbles herself. Yeah, but I'll take the smallest crumb of blessing from you. Now, what happens? And was this what Jesus was trying to get to was this where he was trying to drive her to? See, at this point, not only does he respond, not only does she gain the things she's wanted, but he actually commends her for her great faith. And her story is here for us 2,000 years later. That she is, in my mind, she's one of the heroes of the faith because of her persistent faith. You and I have needs. Some of them are more desperate than others. It doesn't matter the degree of desperation. You don't have to wait until things are that desperate. Let's not grow weary. Let's not grow faint in pursuing God and pursuing Him moving on our behalf. Now, one question comes up. Why doesn't God respond sooner? Now, in this case with the Gentile woman, I, I don't know. Was it a lesson for us? Maybe. But I do know this. In James, it says that the testing of our faith produces endurance. See, when we get a delay, when we don't perceive a response to our prayers, we can become discouraged or we can continue in persistence. And what happens? It's producing endurance. We're building our faith muscles. What's our approach when we don't see, when we don't perceive a response? We can choose to continue in active, participant faith and build our endurance, become stronger. And again, what do we need to see? We need to see God glorified. We need to see God's power displayed and none of us can settle for our situation. Let's move from passive faith to active faith.